You're listening to the Stoic Solutions Podcast, practical wisdom for everyday life. I'm your host, Justin Vakula, with episode 77, Leisure. Visit my website at stoicsolutionspodcast.com, where you can email me, connect with me on social media, find past episodes, and join my Discord chat server for interactive discussion. Support my work through Patreon, PayPal, and referral links by visiting the Donate tab on my website. One common misconception about Stoicism is that Stoics scorn all pleasure. A more accurate understanding of Stoic philosophy would lead people to understand that Stoicism calls us to question that which we and others value. We ought to consider the costs, the trade-offs, and whether what we consider to be pleasurable or fun leads to some form of social good oriented towards a virtuous lifestyle. With application of Stoicism, we can better value forms of leisure and life in general through reduced levels of anxiety, despair, anger, hopelessness, and many other intense negative emotions, while also having moderation in our desires to not find ourselves lost, pursuing pleasure, perhaps compromising our values, harming others, and suffering through emotional and financial ruin. Stoicism can allow us to be more resilient, content, fulfilled, mindful, and grateful, among many other benefits. We can find both meaning and fun in various forms of entertainment, hobbies, and interests while engaging in a process of self-improvement. Perhaps you enjoy or want to enjoy playing a musical instrument. The process of attaining mastery or even proficiency can be enhanced by being mindful of virtues discussed in Stoicism, including gratitude, patience, and humility. We can encounter adversity and experience what we'd consider difficulty upon learning more advanced techniques, more complex songs, and even performing for people. Perhaps we can be, excuse the pun, instrumental in contributing toward others' happiness and inspire others to action through messages in our music. Maybe we can perform for a charity function, bring people together, and offer others relief following a difficult day. One of my favorite activities is playing Dungeons & Dragons. See past episode for a discussion with the administrator of the Greyhawk Reborn campaign, Dave Gowery, in which we talk about parallels between D&D and Stoicism. D&D challenges me to be creative, solve problems, overcome adversity, entertain others, and coordinate with others as a team. More recently, it's provided a great platform to spend time with a special supporter of this podcast for fun weekends. Fellow D&D players I spend time with at conventions really look forward to them, and other events spending their valuable free time and money to travel, stay at hotels, and spend weekends together, as stories from the games live on and there's a high degree of entertainment not often found in other places. Playing a weekend once every month or two provides a good balance considering other responsibilities in my life. There's quite a danger in gaming too much and neglecting other areas of life. Too much work or work-related efforts can lead to burnout, evidenced by exhaustion, irritability, lack of sleep, feelings of being unfulfilled, procrastination, and lack of desire to accomplish. Leisure allows us to have fun outside of our regular work activities and avoid burnout. Ideally, we can find joy and meaning in our work, but this won't always be the case, especially as changes in the workplace and the passage of time can lead us to believe our work lacks purpose. Let's look to passages from Seneca concerning leisure and pleasure. In his letter on the philosopher's seclusion, Seneca calls for us to be productive, noting that he has never spent a day in idleness and makes time for sleep only when he must, when his eyes are wearied and ready to fall shut. 
we see this common theme in Stoicism of using our time well and being mindful of how we spend it. Seneca finds it fitting to write so that he can contribute to pro-social ends and not squander the short amount of time he has in life. He doesn't shut himself apart from society, but rather has a mix of alone time and engagement with others, especially valuing his friendship and opportunities to help others. He speaks of moderation and eating, indulge the body only so far as is needful for good health. He also writes, eat merely to relieve your hunger, drink merely to relieve your thirst, elsewhere in his letter. Indeed, we can find pleasure in the realm of food and drink, but we should moderate our desires and question the value of eating to excess and or spending, especially if we can't afford it. Many will talk of a paycheck-to-paycheck lifestyle, being broke, yet they do not reduce their desires for food and drink, and experience short-term pleasure while continuing in long-term misery, dealing with financial stress and limiting their opportunities. Ask, what is traded for what? Those who can moderate their desires have much to benefit. Peace of mind, lack of worry, and good health surely has great value. In another letter titled On the Reasons for Withdrawing from the World, Seneca talks about pleasure and moderation. I do not maintain that the body is not to be indulged at all, but I maintain that we must not be slaves to it. We should conduct ourselves not as if we ought to live for the body, but as if we could not live without it. He also notes in the same letter that he can't guarantee good health for those who observe moderation, but good health is often a result of moderation. We can create a good plan, stick to it, and have good results, but fortune may lead us astray with change and chance, bringing adversity into our lives. This, though, isn't a case for despair or observing no moderation, but rather is a case for focusing on a good process rather than being focused on results. We shall not lament a good plan just because results and other happenings are not totally in our control. In his letter titled On Brawn and Brains, Seneca again visits the topic of moderation and leisure. He writes, Limit the flesh as much as possible and allow free play to the spirit. I do not command you to be always bending over your books and your writing materials. The mind must have a change. Finally, in his letter titled On Festivals and Fasting, Seneca endorses celebrating holidays and being part of the common people, rather than secluding ourselves among a select few or being in perpetual solitude. He writes, It shows much more courage to remain dry and sober when the mob is drunk and vomiting, but it shows greater self-control to refuse to withdraw oneself and to do what the crowd does, but in a different way, thus neither making oneself conspicuous nor becoming one of the crowd, for one may keep holiday without extravagance. Add leisure to your life to experience joy, find meaning, and have balance. Be mindful of costs associated with entertainment and exercise moderation. Select worthwhile, leisurely pursuits and cultivate virtue in the process. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for more content. Visit my website at stoicsolutionspodcast.com where you can email me, connect with me on social media, find past episodes, and join my Discord chat server for interactive discussion. Support my work through Patreon, PayPal, and referral links by visiting the donate tab on my website. Podcast music, used with permission, is brought to you by Phil Giordana's symphonic metal group Fairyland from their album Score to a New Beginning. John Bartman offered free consultation and audio edits for episodes 51 through 63. Thanks to generous patrons and fans of this podcast who help support my work. Have a great day.